come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. We're a movie review and talk show podcast that comes your way every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not, in our quest for total world domination which you can help us out with by going over to wherever you found us and hitting that like or subscribe button because all of that helps us rise through the algorithms that govern us all to become the fastest growing internet podcast We're too governed. in the galaxy. Too governed. These are the internet radio superstars. Sean. Michaela. And I'm Colin. Holly is on assignment. Mm-hmm. Did evening. she get swept out to sea maybe? Perhaps. No. Yeah. Lucky her. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Uh, tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by... Colin. Uh, Colin. Uh, where did our movie come from tonight? <laughs> the Sea. The Sea. Yep. By what? By by who? Who uh, delivered this show? It's a movie called The Witch Who Came From the Sea. Ah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Directed by... Uh, Matt Clymer, who was an exploitation movie um, director. I sensed that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what other um, anything we know? Yeah, he uh, he created like an eight minute uh, opening video that is played at the United Nations. What? I'm sorry. Oh. What? <laughs> Still? Yeah. Those I are think. that is an opposing resume. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, he, he, I hope he, it's just the first eight minutes of this movie. He yeah. worked his way through the. Right, I don't know. You know somebody to right. get sure, that job, sure, right? Sure, I mean, he had oh, done. I think to. the official Coca Cola documentary. Uh, prior oh, to that, okay, okay. Yeah. that'll get you some some inroads into, mm-hmm. into the, the United, UN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Coca Cola. Coca- it's yeah. international. Yeah, it's worldwide. Mm-hmm. Makes um, sense. And it's from the year 1976. Okay, 76. We we're um, wondering about that. 76. Okay. Yeah, because there's a lot of like uh, behind the scenes folks who kind of uh, are congealing at this point in time. Oh, and, Ew. and crossing barriers and okay. other things that we sound like society watched. when you say congealing. Mm, congealed people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess before we get into the movie proper, so like one of the credits that stood out to me, like when we were first, when I first saw this movie, is like, oh, Dean Cundy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. He's credited as like the associate director of photography uh-huh. but the story is the actual director of photography like got fired and dean cundy took over so dean cundy shot you know like most you. of the movie and this is 76 so halloween is only two years away and wow. he's the guy with the wide anamorphic mm-hmm. lenses yep. and the yep. panaglide and all that stuff yep. uh did you see a dean cundy style here i'm gonna tell you the content of the movie did not allow me to Oh, yes, that. I um I forgot about the Dean Cundy yeah, of it all the entire the time Cundy I was watching this movie because yes the the content of the movie kind of had me sucked into that yeah like that is what we were I was yeah, focused on yeah. like and I don't and think trying to untangle it yes. yeah okay well it's uh, all right well, well, that's, so we're going down the right track for yeah. you Colin. okay yeah, yeah I've seen it a couple times so Jesus, um, this was a final we're both failing Sean uh, yeah. we, we both the movie had us so entranced in what it was <laughs> trying to say we forgot that Dean Cundy was but that's yeah. I guess what a movie is supposed to do right mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're supposed to watch all movies that way but well, I, mean, I think yeah. Holly told me once mm-hmm. she's like you watch movies like you're watching two movies when you're watching a movie you're watching the movie and the movie about the making of the movie yeah. right? how it's made and sometimes yes. if they're good right they, they're good, uh, you forget they, that. they suck you right in yeah um this movie was a video nasty oh that on makes the sense. list that in the sense. uk it was banned for many many years a lot of people i don't think have ever heard of it have you guys ever heard of it no <laughs> no never i have not no nope. at all 
Um, it has a very uh, listener. If you're out there, I recommend that you look up the poster art for this movie. I'm not saying that it sells this movie. It's just really good artwork. <laughs> it's good, yeah. It's really good artwork. Like, like if you're gonna have a movie called this, this is the artwork. For I it. would hang this poster up in my house for sure. As, but... a, as a warning to all men, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it's a painted poster of this like witch demon mm-hmm. thing coming out of the sea with a cape like mm-hmm. flowing behind She's got her. A scythe. And a severed head in one hand. Now, if you've seen this on video, they always crop it. So it's uh, like this. Oh, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> so you don't actually see the oh. severed head. Uh, That's too bad. But thanks yeah. to the good folks at Arrow Video, we've got uh, the full uh, poster on the uh, on the reverse uh, cover. And she has, what, like a scythe in her hand? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And a snake up her arm. Yeah. And it's very, like, blue, green, like, nasty old sea yeah. Like, yeah. vibe. Yeah. She looks like a witch. She's got mm-hmm. white in her hair. I think that might be a takeoff on a classic painting. Probably. Oh, yeah. It feels. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Only they've kind of, you know, put Millie Perkins' face right. in there. Millie Perkins, the star of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you and know Frank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which I read on the back of this. I'm like, what? But it makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, she was a child actress, and uh, that was, you know, like a prestige movie, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and landed her in a big way, I think, in Hollywood. And then. Mm-hmm. The way that I heard that this movie came about was um, her, she was married to the writer, uh, Robert okay. Tom, right? And yeah. he had, and I don't recall what it was, but a, a severe uh, medical condition and was in the hospital and the doctor bills were piling up. And so wow. from his hospital bed, uh, he wrote this movie and they basically conceived it as something that she could do. He could sell it. He knew uh, Matt Clymer and it was like, we can make a movie. And the profits of the movie will basically go toward, you know, paying off his medical expenses. This <laughs> movie exists because of medical debt? Yeah. There you go. That says everything you need to know about America, right? <laughs> We're going to make a sleazy exploitation movie to pay off our medical debt. Of course. Uh, is it Climber wow. or Simber? Sim- oh, sorry. Simber. Say, Simber. Uh, Matt, Simber. Matt Simber on the back yep. of that. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry, Matt, if you're out there. Actually, I think you <laughs> yeah. Passed on. yeah. If you're still with us. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also in the credit, so I'm, uh, um, Millie Perkins is the lead. And I think, uh, you know, the, the, the way that I hear it, the folks who were making the movie were like, you know, it's great. You know, she's better than the, the yeah. subject matter, you know, like she legitimized their movie. Yeah. It's like, she's like a real actress, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. in here, <laughs> we're going to make her do some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. But apparently she was all for it. And then later on in her life, she, uh, you know, wouldn't tell anybody that she had been in it. Uh, uh, kind of, you know, swept it under the rug. She called it that porno that I did. Ah, <laughs> you know, which well, you, I can't, you can't do that. That's just gonna pique yeah. everyone's interest. It, yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, you're drawing more attention. Yeah, to it by it's doing like that. oh, yeah. Well, because I think she was embarrassed. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, later yeah. on, and, it's just best to never speak of it. Then, you know? yeah. <laughs> well, would you? Call, okay, so now that we've thrown that out there, I mean, would you consider this a pornographic movie? Not I think in, it's like a fetish movie. More not in the that. usual sense. I would. That sounds yeah. like a better way to like put how it. the baby was like not okay. technically porn, but it was doing something for somebody. You yeah. Know? yeah. Okay. So she's mischaracterized it. Maybe. I well, I think she definitely has. I would not call this. I would not. No, I would not call it pornographic right, yeah. in the way. There's a lot of nudity in it. I guess mm-hmm. that there the is, thing. and it's it, it rides a line on every. I mean, we're talking about fetishes and uh, not only fetishes but uh, molestation. Mm-hmm. And so that rides that line as well, which not to say that has never been a part of a porno because God knows it has. But 
not for not in this instance yeah and maybe not treated as like seriously uh you know not for like uh well i don't know is it an exploitation movie or is it actually trying to say something mm, uh, there's a lot of i mean the only thing it's trying to say is uh, maybe it's trying to speak on trauma but no this is definitely an exploitation movie yeah for okay. sure if if not it's uh it's not just exploiting uh enjoyable things let's put it that way it's kind of exploiting everything yeah that's I know uh, when, uh, so this is 1976, at the time that this movie was made, um, you know, I think when they were submitting it to the ratings board or something, somebody said to Matt uh, Simber, you know, it's like, what made you think you could make a movie about that? <laughs> you know, it was just like beyond the pale that you would even uh, do something. And I guess um, Millie Perkins' sister was really offended because when they were writing the movie, her and her husband um, used moments from their own past, and Millie Perkins's dad had been a sea captain, and so they incorporated this into the script. So her sister is like, "This is what you're saying about our father, right?" You know, and yeah. she's like, "No, no, it was all just we were, you know, just we're just spitballing here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. later on in life, she came around, you know, because it was reappreciated. I think sure. once it came out on video, and so now she uh, is proud of it. I wonder if that influenced. If that knowledge influenced the making of the movie at any point, like if her sister um, before the movie was made, if that influenced the sister character in this movie, because mm. the sister right. character is kind of having those is yeah. same feelings. Yeah. He's basically saying a lot of that. Same right. Stuff, yeah. So I'm wondering if, you if, saw if that, that goes in and your sister had written this movie, you know, and th that had a character in it that, you know, is right. Yeah. Even if it's not, you, right, know, even if it's not strictly movie? portraying you, it's just like, well, that's you. That's the sister. Uh -huh. The father's a sea captain. A lot of this seems familiar. Yeah, says, yeah, oh, my yeah. God. If my sister wrote this movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, what the what, what did we do to deserve this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so it was a sore point in yeah. the Perkins household sure. and, and in other places in the world after it came out. And now, yeah, I mean, a lot of people haven't heard of it. Uh, I came across it on video at one point because it had that title and that poster. Sure. Um, and uh, what did you think it was before you watched it? I mean, I thought it was going to be a witchcraft movie. I mean, okay. you know, right? Or, or yeah. some kind of, you know, I could tell by the photos on the back of the box that it wasn't going to go, you know, like too mystical or whatever. But sure. But it you seemed thought to there'd me, be like C and a... And a yeah. Bitch. And maybe like those 70s, um, you know, kind of suburban paranoid, you know, the, the what we were talking about, Rosemary's Baby right. came out of that and, you know, like uh, George Romero's Season of the Witch or something like that. It was going to be, you know, like the housewife who's into the dark arts. Okay. You know? mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, that is oh, not this movie. That's not this no. movie. Yeah, I know. It's a, it has. I don't know if it's a misleading title. It's it's a cool title, <laughs> and well, I guess it does have relevance. I think it works for the movie. Yeah, like I think that depending on how you view it, yeah, I think you could view her as that, and she is. I mean, she is casting a spell of something because, yeah. uh, if nothing else, for the way people uh, describe her, react to her, like everyone seems to love Millie. Millie's mm -hmm. perfect. Everyone thinks she's got it all going on, mm -hmm. and I don't know how because there is. I've never seen a character portrayed who had, who has definitely does not have it going on. Yeah, like I'm it, very surprised. It feels like she like wandavisioned this whole town, right? Like she's <laughs> got them like under a spell, yeah, of, like because like, she is the queen of this town. Like everybody knows her, everybody loves her. And everyone like is okay with all her weird. I don't know. I don't want to say quirks because I minorize it. It's yeah. much more severe than right, quirks, the trauma but, that yeah event that led to who she is. Yeah, but is how how does she present though? I guess she comes off as uh, you know this kind of sweet nature at times. 
But other times she comes off completely unhinged and everyone still just kind of accepts it. Yeah, she's like a sweet woman who has, uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, rage blackouts. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it feels like rage blackouts. Yeah. Well, and she's also like an insane alcoholic. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. very much she's so. chugging glasses of vodka before chugging. she goes to work. Yeah. yeah. One after the other. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I suppose we should tell people who who she is and what she's doing. So, her name in the movie, her, she's playing a, a a lady called Molly, and mm-hmm. we're introduced to her, um, talking to her nephews, uh, <laughs> Tad and Tripoli. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on their the names. beach, <laughs> couldn't just call him Trip at some point. No, yeah. it's full Tripoli. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does that does that have anything to do, no? I was gonna say, is that anything to do with history and witches and it those seems names? like yes, but uh, I unfortunately don't know this <laughs> to make that connection. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't either. I, I would tangentially. It feels it's like, like is this a, taken from like a poem about? Yeah, if that's what it feels sure. like, right? It's yeah, like, right. Um, but she's telling them a story like off the bat about how her father was um, lost at sea. Yes, right. He was a sea captain, and you know he was he went to sea fifteen years ago, and he never came back. It's like, okay, you know, he was a hero. He was a great man. His crew was afraid of him because he had a gun, but he was fair, you know, and all this other stuff. It's like, okay. And then she stares. She's on Venice Beach, I think, right? Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I didn't see the Venice Beach rocks yeah. that we've discussed so prominently. Yeah. Is that just a thing like uh, where there's beach and workout equipment? There's dudes, <laughs> muscle-bound dudes, like, oh, yeah, muscle beach. But, like, like, Mr. Universe level, like, muscle ripped. Yeah, like insanely like, ripped and roided out. Yeah. Right. Big dudes, big, big Tiny presses. banana hammocks everywhere. <laughs> you know what? You're wrong. There were burritos in those banana hammocks. <laughs> no, but the As banana hammocks themselves are small. tiny. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The hammock was small. Yeah. Hammock was small. Yeah. Large men in tiny hammocks. Yeah. Because yeah. they, I mean, just close-up shots. Of cr- yeah. crotch of, shots. Of everything. As many as you could want. And, yeah. then, and then slowly they, uh, they die. Big, well, okay. Did this happen? No. Oh, okay, but this is this. I like this because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sets up. I'm like, okay, she's looking across and sees these guys. The the close-ups of their crotches is her looking at them, right? And like these men have stuffed to an ungodly degree. They're tiny banana hammocks. It looks like a straight up, yeah, like Chipotle burrito. It does like a ceramic yeah. <laughs> foil wrap yeah. burrito was shoved in there. It's like I'm gonna eat that later. Yeah. yeah. And she, so she's fantasizing, right? And we're yes, like, okay, yeah. this is some kind of sexual fantasy that yes. she's having. Mm-hmm. And then it suddenly it devolves or evolves, turns into... bloody. Yeah, <laughs> yes. like one guy doing flips falls on his, breaks his neck. I'm guessing. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's a guy who's on like the Olympic rings and he hangs himself on the rings. Right, that, yeah. was, pretty, that was my favorite. One. And that he's hung cool. up. Yep, yep. Yeah. And we're like, what the hell? Because and then all of a sudden we snap out of this. The yep. editing in this movie frequently plays with. Like a distorted perception. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. So that, but I like this, at least for the first, you know, half of the movie, because right. you really, like, don't really get your bearings. Is this, did that actually happen? I mean, as of now, having watched the whole thing, I assume that there was, that that, that something happened, <laughs> like, later on. You think later, maybe? Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say this one's just an imagination. Just yeah, an imagination. she runs it off on the beach, she and wanted, they're fine yeah. when she leaves, and the um, uh, the carnage, as it were, seems like it happened, like, right then. Yeah. yeah. During the day and everything. It doesn't feel like, this one doesn't feel like it was real. Yeah. She works at a bar called the Boathouse. Yep. Yep. Where there's a colorful uh, proprietor named Long John. Yes, mm-hmm. there's a colorful array of characters in this. Mm-hmm. Like who? Uh, we have Long John. We have Doris. I believe mm-hmm. is her name. Who's got the pills mm-hmm. and uh, informs us that uh, 
what Daphne should have Daphne has diarrhea Daphne has diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) well at first there's a lot of theorizing that she missed work because she has menopause there's a lot of menopause talk yeah and it's like we hear a lot about Daphne for never seeing her we never see Daphne but we hear we know all about her medical history and her ailments (laughs) she keeps calling in sick or something like that yeah Yeah. Millie uh, Molly works there she's a waitress Uh, Doris is a waitress Mm -hmm. Um, we Mm -hmm. also meet the um, the sister Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Molly's sister, who is a seamstress. Mm-hmm. Oh, Billy, the, Billy Bats at the bar. In a, in a, in a legal seamstress, <laughs> like they're, it's like they're going to shut her down for. <laughs> I think it's. I think the whole story is that it's a business, but she's trying to uh, sell it off as if it's not a business. So she doesn't have to like put it on the books. Like yeah. she's doing it on the side. She's living on welfare, right. but yeah. also but if she makes money. Yeah, which she explains. She's like, I, they don't pay me enough for me to not be on welfare. Yeah. See, so I whole... thought this was going a whole different direction. I thought she was getting like the clothes she was like repairing from like these people that Molly was killing, and then they were like reselling them or whatever. Right. Like they had some sort of like underground thing. No. Uh, it would, no. Be, it would almost, <laughs> no, also it would be weird if like she killed people. And then to get rid of the clothes she killed people in, she the yeah. sewed them yeah, into yeah, yeah, other yeah. people's clothes something to give like away. That. Yeah. yeah, that would. Or have I thought something. maybe at one point because well, okay, well we'll get there. There's, <laughs> there's a there's a, a ring that becomes a piece of evidence, mm-hmm. but um, so how do we get into this? There's um, Molly. There's talk about um, football players. Right, right. They're she watching a the football, football game. They're watching, okay. yes. Yep. She, yes. She idolizes these football players, two in particular. She knows somehow where they stay. You know, this is dialogue mm-hmm. that, you know, it's like she's got the hookup in town or something. Right. Um, and something, she has a conversation with uh, her sister. And I think this is where it, like, starts to, like, we're like, okay. This, this is where story, we chip away at the, and uh, who's telling the truth Yeah, at this the point. story about. Dad, dad the sailor yes yeah because the sister's like he was an awful bastard you know right and molly's very protective of dad he was a great you know father and he blah, never blah, touched blah. you and all that stuff did they even say that was that implied right there uh molly said it he never touched you once oh, okay but she, we're supposed to uh, it, it, i i think i took it as she meant like phys- like hit her or yeah. something like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what yeah, Molly said because I think the sister is claiming that that he beat her and he was a bastard and he drank too much and all that. And Molly says, "No, he didn't touch you once." Like she's telling the good side of it, and she's maybe the sister's telling the. Re- we don't know is kind of the point in yeah. this part. Mm-hmm. Does it have a flashback at that point? We start to get these flashbacks about like the um, Molly is Molly's a younger childhood. Child. Yes. And it goes like, I mean, this is one of those movies that, you know, I guess you, you probably should put a warning label if you're going to watch this. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's sleazy. It is yeah. a sleazy movie. I feel like I need a shower. Yeah. <laughs> like. Now, remember that for the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it can be. I get it. It, it can yeah. be a tough watch it, for probably a well, lot of people. If they did it once, that. That's one thing, but they keep going back to this, and I'm like, I got it the first time. Yeah. I don't need to keep seeing it. Yeah, not that. Yeah, I mean, we. Yeah, we get the message. So I, I thought it kept expanding. I guess. Okay, you but know. I I don't need that level of detail. Mm, okay. From the first scene, You're I like, get I, I get. I know what's happening here. Yeah. I don't need we, to see every explicit version of no, this. No, I don't. You know? Like we could even cut out after the. Uh, interaction in the closet where she yeah. comes home and opens the closet. I don't even think you needed that one. I, I think don't, the first one with the boat was enough. 
I mean, it, yes. But even if you were to go farther, like that is like, okay, I have no questions right. as to what's going on here. Well, I guess for, I think about like this in, in spoilers for Split, but in Split, <laughs> like when they make that same reveal, mm. um, it, they do it once. Yeah. Don't keep going back to it. You got it from the one time in Split, yeah. you know? And I guess for the folks, you know, if you haven't seen this movie, mm-hmm. the, 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 the the several scenes that we see, one of them is, you know, she's talking about dad was a shipbuilder and we see dad building, he builds model ships, yes. right? Mm-hmm. This is supposedly the objective reality mm-hmm. of what actually happened in her childhood. Okay, yeah. Um, there's another time when, um, yeah, she comes home and she finds him like naked, curled up. I assume drunk in the corner of a closet as she's yes. going in there yeah. to put something in. And he's um, like laughing when she opens giddy. the door. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because it was one of those. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a later one where I think it's almost like he is the, the storm, right? Because she keeps on making all. I, get, I think that's what, what, what's happening here. It's like she's taken all this stuff and repressed it right and Definitely. has turned it into this big sea analogy you know we we used to go to sea all the time which becomes the right, euphemism yep. for you know he raped her mm-hmm. all yep. the time mm-hmm. um and like the way they play with the sound effects in some of yeah. those scenes because mm-hmm. when he bashes the television you know uh it sounds like a waves are crashing and all this other stuff um and then uh, eventually we find out and I, you know, I guess we'll we'll explain it now it saved for the end of the movie that uh while he was raping her he had a heart attack and died like on her what about yes. what's the most traumatic day in the world <laughs> jesus yeah but yeah and so this support, uh, uh, you know, we find. I was traumatized learn. by the food in the mouth. Oh yeah, yes. that was yeah. the big so yeah. much open mouth chewing so, and food yeah, falling out of the mouth. Oh, in the clown. The clown. Oh, the clown. Yeah, there's a I would have forgot the clown. <laughs> clown TV show that she watches. Is yeah. that real or is that part? It's of supposed her to be like Bozo the Clown or something like that. It looks but like her dad. It is her dad. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. it's her dad. And yeah. uh, we should say okay. So the the actor playing her dad is uh, Robert uh, Jeff. I think is how you pronounce his name. And uh, you will have seen him as uh, he was in the fog. He was on the yeah. on the boat. Mm-hmm. He was Nancy. Uh, not. Um, I was going to say Nancy Lewis, not Nancy Lewis. Uh, Janet Lee's Jim, husband, yeah. or, uh, w- uh, husband in that movie. Um, and I guess he was the guy in They Live who spots Roddy Piper, like looking at him with, gotcha. the, I think he's the oh, first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he had done some John Carpenter stuff. Uh, the uh, girl who plays young Molly is um, George Buck Flowers' daughter. Oh, Jesus. Great, great movie to bring your... Wow, yeah. Maybe wonder, don't take your kids I to work sometimes. At what point, yeah. not even during filming, but later in life, she realized what movie she was right. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. always curious. We never looked up to see a Vernica or whatever. Her oh, name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. She's only credited with a first name. George Buck Flower, right, is yeah. also in this movie. He's in this movie. He's a cop. Yeah, not a drunk a, or a homeless man. For right? Yeah, so I had weird. a hard time identifying yeah, him in this movie. I'm just like, <laughs> until he said, until I could hear the uh, the cadence in his voice, I was yeah. like, oh, that's that's George. Right. Yeah. But up until that point, I was just like, oh, shit. There he is. Yeah, because he he cleans up he cleans up pretty good. Yeah, and he's young. I mean, he's younger in this nineteen seventy what six he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's definitely younger before he got into his career of playing bums yep. uh, or whatever. But I mean, and before John Carpenter. But there's also the Dean Cundey connection here that we're yeah. Um, That's gonna be my retirement plan. Let's see if I can 
gross myself up and just play bums in movies. There you like, go. Just a f- yeah, right? Yeah, and bum. then we can do like a bum Avengers type movie where all the like character actors that play bums can be right. join up and form. Yeah. Like, yeah. If but they can do it with vampires, I mean, we If can do you with corner, you know, you're like the guy that they think of when they're like, we need a bum for this movie. Yeah. Right. It's going to be Sean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll live my life in mm-hmm. my fancy cars and big houses and just be a yeah. bum in movies. Yeah. Um, George Buckflower was also the casting director on this. Movie. He was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it feels like a, it's this is an independent, you know, movie where it's like, yep. you know, movie people oh, yeah. got together and kind of did this thing on the did slide. Did release this? Like who? Aquarius. Ah, yep. Definitely independent back then. Um, oh, and also the other uh, tie-in. Then George Buckflower is in this. He's one of the cops. The other cop is uh, Robert Kennedy. And uh, the same year that this came out, both George Buckflower and Robert Kennedy were in Ilsa. She Wolf of the SS, one of the most notorious sleazy exploitation movies. Yes, it is. Yeah, he was the general, the other cop. I've blocked it all out. (laughs) He asks her to to pee on him. Oh! You remember that? No. Okay, blocked (laughs) it out. All gone. All gone. I remember one scene scene specifically, and that's it. Just a lot of uh, nudity and blood and Nazis in ways that I didn't like. I'm not saying there are ways in which I like all those three together, (laughs) but I'm just saying that all three of them together was not good. Uh, uh, We did an episode on that movie way long, many years ago, that you can go back through the archive and find. Okay, so... um, Anyway, she's uh, obsessed. Is there a place for sexy Nazis? That's all I'm at. No, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm sure kidding. that's a tab on Pornhub, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. You know what? You're probably right. They have to like it, scrub. Yeah. Well, I, think they do, yeah. I feel well, like you know porn websites are kind of like anything goes for yeah. the most part. So. I th- well, I think some have some standards. Well, now they got uh, whatever, like because uh, it was a Mastercard and Visa. This is off. Okay. Oh, anyway, oh, whoa. They, I don't even know where we're going. Yeah, they pulled their uh, like you can't. You oh, know, yeah. Okay. Unless you pull this stuff off, or yeah. Anyway, uh, um, it was on the news. I vaguely remember okay. what you. Yes, yeah. what you were saying. Yes. Anyway, the scene with uh, her sister, right, where she's uh, remembering this. Uh, I don't know if, if she's even remembering it, but the movie cuts to well, she goes. And I think has, she's experiencing it, not remembering it. OK, we we're getting it. Yeah. So maybe we're getting like the, the, the impact of the emotion. I think or so. Something. Um, even if she's blocking it out. Right. And. She goes and gets a drink. I, I clocked that, and she had like three shots because she's got to go to work, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And while she's taking a drink, the movie cuts to a hotel room, mm-hmm. and yes. where she is seducing these two football players. But it's been like slowed down just a little bit, and there's yeah. some sort of effect on it where their voice kind of like echoes and reverberates like they're underwater. Yeah. Yeah. It's an it's odd. Weird. Odd twist. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. How did you interpret that style? I guess when, because I know when I first saw it, I'm like, this is a dream. This is a fantasy scene. I thought it was like some sort of spell or magical capability or something, oh. especially since we're working at a witch's in yeah, the title. Okay. So well, that's very true. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it, it felt, I mean, it did felt dreamlike. Um, and I didn't think it was going to go on for so long. So I was like, what is the longer it went on? I'm like, okay, this is really they're going happening. through a lot. The, the, yeah. This is definitely really happening. Yeah. Even with this, it still seems heightened, obviously, because mm-hmm. of the, the voices and the slowed down yeah. and everything. Yeah. Well, what happens? 
She ties them. They to get the high. Bed. It could also be because they all got high. Yeah, yeah. And so we're just yeah. like it just from like that's how you show people are drugged out. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like old school when you get shot in the the, the neck with a dart. It's like you you're crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like you, but you're crazy. Yeah, it's that. It does have that. Yeah. She no. ties them up on the bed. Everybody stoned. Them, right. One. Yeah. One hand. One hand, and then they get tied together hand yep. to hand. And then. And she saws she it. She does off. all their feet except one, <laughs> and the one guy's. Yeah. And then Quentin Tarantino's favorite scene in this movie comes up because this guy's like feeling up her boobs with his foot. Yeah. Does it matter what if it's a male foot? Free hand? For Quentin uh, Tarantino, I, I wonder. Uh, yeah, maybe. As long as there's a this woman. This is somebody's fetish, uh, I suppose. Somebody, this is for that, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, in the movie, I don't know if they were intending it that way or if it was just mm. like, what can you mm. do with one free hand? But we do get, I think, a shot of... Yep. Uh, it's was an there extended close-up? shot. Yeah. It was a long shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. then she's like grabs his Achilles tendon like really hard, apparently. I guess she has super strength. I guess so, because she breaks a dude's hand later yeah. just by squeezing it. So she, I uh, guess, has super strength. Never explained. Kind no. of annoying that that's never explained. And you think she's going to, like, break his foot or rip his tendon out. That's what I was hoping for, especially because he's a football player, ruin yeah. his life, right? Right, and he was worried about it earlier. He's like, that's my tendon, yeah, dude. <laughs> and then she just cuts his dick off instead. Yeah, saws it off. With a little razor blade. A little razor blade. And Why? She, she's like, this Don't is going to take forever. Mm-hmm. She saws off his balls. Mm-hmm. Well... Yeah, uh, so this is, uh, like, I don't know, because the way that they shoot it, um, you know, it's one of those, it made an impression, I think that was the moment when I first saw it that I'm like, okay, right? Uh, this is uh, uh, yeah. the kind of movie that we're in, yeah. <laughs> you know, because you're still in the first act, I think this is the hook, right. and I'm like, okay, you got me, because <laughs> it has that kind don't of... Worry. Uh, we may have lost some, <laughs> we'll get them with the balls coming off, <laughs> this is our hook. Yeah. Um, is it graphic? I mean, I think it is. Like, you don't actually you don't see, see it. No, but the, the back and forth and the knowing, obviously, your mind can do so many squealing. more things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the blood, they there do have squirts. blood squirting onto her, you know, leg, yeah. leg or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just her like, doily patched jeans. Christ. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the 70s fashion is out of control <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, not good. But it's really distracting when she's like, trying to seduce them and she's wearing jeans that yeah, literally have like doilies applique on the ass yep. yeah that's so weird and like all the jackets she wears have like weirdly wholesome like patches on the back like butterflies and rainbows and shit and it's mm. like okay i get it. it was the 70s and that was the style but it's just so at odds with her personality it's weird well it's good yeah because right because she seems to be very anti like hippie it's like hippie she clothes was, yeah, or something she like had that a panic but... attack when she thought she'd have like to be a hippie because she would have to wear glasses yeah, yeah. weird thoughts yeah. yeah i have to wear glasses yeah yeah how do you two glasses wearing people feel about that <laughs> i can't, well, I can't see, speak I to how we offensive all, that was right we i think but we all have things to be offended about like yes. the way they think about tattoos in yep. this movie oh, the yeah. way they think about glasses <laughs> in this movie we should all be pissed mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's something it's a well i mean yeah yeah a relic of its of its day yes when they would go all the way on everything uh without holding back um it seems like uh that scene cuts back to her drinking yes um, with her sister right yeah and so then you're like was this a fantasy right did this actually happen she remembering something right she goes to work yeah. Uh, that night, and Long John's like, you're three hours late, you know, which I suppose should be a clue that some, you know, the time has passed, and then uh, I think that's when she meets the movie star, Billy Billy Bo- Bats. Billy Bats. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's in the bar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which he's going to come back later. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Then she spends the night with uh, Long John and wakes up. The n- and it's, it's a very casual, like, um, relationship that they have. Yeah. Why is he not a target for emasculation? Don't know. Maybe she feels like he's already emasculated. Sure, I'll go, we'll go with that. I got but nothing. Because she doesn't obviously seem to feel that he is in a position that is very masculine, whatever mm-hmm. he's doing or whatever his him as a person. She doesn't feel that way about him. Not like she does. The I mean, the other ones have status. TV, TV is the thing as well because he, the, he's not on TV, but they are the football players, the actor, and everything. And God damn it, she loves to watch television, as she'll yeah. tell you in this movie. Yeah. So she's sort. She has this fascination with it of uh, watching them, uh, being on it. I think she thinks anything that comes from there is rather beautiful. Yeah. She uses she's beautiful always, way too much. Well, she's she, always talking about these beautiful men. Yes. But the, with the boat, he made the most beautiful ships. Everything yeah. was, that was the yeah. only adjective she used for everything. Yeah. So if they call something beautiful, obviously it's going to be horrendous. Yep. Yeah. And we also have the, the sense that she doesn't necessarily remember that she's killed these people. Cause we find out that she did because it's on the news the next right. morning that yeah. they're dead. You know, and have further evidence later. Yeah. But yeah, she does find out the next morning and she is, uh, well, no, no. Then she, she is then worried about Ted and Tripoli because boy, those boys love those football players. Yeah. Got to console. They're them. also like, uh, safe from her murderous rampage. It they seems are, like. but she is also filling their heads with some just not true shit. Right. And some, some odd thoughts as far as it goes or especially when she's describing their grandfather and everything like that even god she talks about god a few times and even then it feels like somebody who is uh spewing propaganda mm-hmm. to say nothing else she's like uh she sees there's like a, a an objective objectification of like some kind of perfection that tv like cements right that's right, what yeah. It's going on because a number of times there's these ironic lines. I think the, the detectives at some point throw out to one character, you know, it's like, turn on your TV and find out what's happening in the real world. Right. And she right. says something to the effect of like, you know, what was it? It's, it's on television. It must be true. Right. I right. saw it on television. It must be true. It has to be true. Yeah. Yeah. That is her thoughts on it. And she's so she disappointed with these people when she meets them in real life and the perfection is just wiped away. I don't know or if she has to have that perfection in some way or, right. or she wants to some ruin kind of, that perfection yeah, in some yeah, way. Yeah. Because it does seem like, I mean, obviously she wants to cut these guys' balls off. She right, to, yeah. You know, right. <laughs> make them less threatening, less men, yeah. you know, or something. Yeah, obviously. And that relates back to, obviously, the trauma she experienced. Yeah, but we, like I said, the movie is doling this out so you kind of, you know, get mm-hmm. like a larger view of this. Yes. But uh, as it goes... Um, she eventually is uh, invited to this party, I guess, at this... Uh, um, to Billy Bat's party. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the in the hills. I suppose before that, we should say she becomes fascinated with uh, a guy in a, like, a Gillette commercial mm-hmm. or oh, something. Yeah. Another, yeah, another actor on TV, yes. McPeak. McPeak! Um, yes, and great name. She has this, uh, you know, these flights of fantasy where, uh, you know, it's a guy in a shower and like, dude, something about a close shave. And, you know, mm-hmm. the girl comes up next to him. She has like a moral problem with this. Like, they don't even know They're each na- other. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> he even knows her name? <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think he asked before they did this? Like they're naked on television, but then he she reminds me of what's her name from Pie. She's like, I'm gonna be on tele or from Requiem for a Dream. Oh right, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. television. Yeah. 
Yeah. She's she, she's the, television. Yeah, someone, but like she, he starts talking to her through the television. Yeah. Like, I mean, right. so you're like, okay, this lady is warped, mm-hmm. oh, right? Yeah. I mean, she's a, a very broken person. Yes. Uh, sympathetic. Mm, I mean, to a degree, yeah. To a degree, well, yeah. Considering, I mean, yeah, she, anybody who goes through that type of trauma, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially the way she acts, I don't feel like she has full control of most of what she does. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's how I take it, too. It's like, you know, she's, I mean, a very mentally disturbed Yeah, person, like you want her, I want her to get help. Dangerous. Yes. Very dangerous yes. <laughs> uh, to be at large in society. Um, so she goes to this party, and the uh, Billy, Bl- Billy Bats mm-hmm. does try to seduce her, because he's kind of this, like, slimy. Oh, this is like a 70s party where they have the pool indoors. And- oh, yeah. Everybody's naked in the pool, but everybody outside of the pool is just kind of chilling. Right. You know? Just kind of hanging. Yep. It was like a Hugh Hefner's place yep. or something. Yeah. Um, we had questions as to if you had one of these pools in the 70s. Was there, there are a lot of indoor mold in these places because of the moisture. Yeah. That Listen, feels- listener, if you know this for personal experience, please tell us about yeah, it. Yeah. But that feels like a, that would be a scene from um, uh, Boogie Nights where <laughs> the next morning after yeah. one event at their house that they're in, right. somebody's just cleaning the fucking molds back again. And right. like one character would have a problem with it. It feels <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, God damn. Well, I'm pretty sure one of them said like, oh, there's cum in the pool again. God right. damn it. <laughs> like stuff like that. And you know that's a problem there as well. People are straight up diving into this pool and it's, it's splashing all yeah. over inside. Yeah. And, it, and there's wood paneling in the same room with his pool. Yeah. Terrible idea. Yeah. So you yeah. know there's ball. Yeah. The 70s when things just weren't right on so many levels. Well, we just didn't give a fuck about anything, apparently. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think we knew. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we knew at all. <laughs> um, but uh, so she does squirrel herself off into a bedroom with this guy. Mm. Um, again, I was saying it's a casual thing with her and Long John because Long John's there. Right. Uh, and, you know, they're having uh, they're sleeping together. I don't know if it's an affair, but like and they he lives like in the bar. Like they fold down a bed and they're like, yeah, the bar like is. Room, yeah. <laughs> was it the back room? I, I was like, so. is it just the bar? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I'm trying to figure out at what point he said there's another bar over there. Oh, that no, I mean, uh, uh, the, in the boathouse. Long, Long John oh, yeah, lives no. in the bar. Yeah, yeah. No, this guy has like a Hollywood, uh, you know. Yeah. Or he's in Malibu. Sorry. But Long, okay, but Long John had the fish tanks built into the wall, which was pretty cool, yeah, yeah. right? So you can watch people on the other side. And everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Very another nautical. thing where it's just like this is a load bearing wall. Let's put a fish tank right <laughs> yeah. in the middle. Of it. That's definitely <laughs> yes. the '70s, and we can sit on our waterbed and just watch. <laughs> yeah. That's what it needed. <laughs> yeah. Needed a waterbed. Needed a waterbed. How did this movie that is so about water and the ocean not have a fucking water right i know how yeah. wonder when were water like i know they're kind of a pain in the ass but like <laughs> they were they, definitely available in 76 they had to have been right in 76 oh they had God. to have been yeah, yeah, when, the history of the waterbed what if you, <laughs> you imagine having a waterbed on a boat if you lived on a boat double and had a waterbed, just double, double. waterbed. Yeah. Oh my god, that you'd never be <laughs> Yeah, you'd never be still. Oh no. Um but uh, so this guy does come on to her. Uh, 1968, she, it was invented. Oh, so uh, yeah, okay. there you so, go. Yep, there Missed opportunity. Go. Um, she seems to be uh, into the seduction, and you're like, what is going on with this woman? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's like she does plan to uh, attack him. I would believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What we know at this point. But he gets violent with her. She ends up breaking his ha- a couple of bones in his hand, right? Because they're making out, and he she bites him. Well, she she like says 
Because he's, you know, basically says that he wants to sleep with her. Right. And she, what did she say? I don't think you couldn't handle it. I think you'll be too gentle with yes, me. Yes, that's it. And he's like, I doubt it. And then she bites him. Yeah. Then he slaps her. Yeah. Then she attacks him and you know, breaks his hand. Yeah. And so, I mean, basically the way this scene culminates is uh, they get into a fight by the door. It's like she's going to attack and kill this guy. The door opens. Yeah, because she almost goes demonic at a yeah. certain point. I thought... Because her oh, voice changes, she, yeah, changes yeah. again because he slaps her behind the bed and then there's a change and her voice sounds. I thought this is where we were going to get like witch. Like I thought there was going to be a change here. Oh, wow. Because it, it, well, it sounded like it. And the way they shot <laughs> yeah, her I thought talking so too. below the bed. Yep. I like, thought that's for a reveal sure. shot. Yes. Okay. There's the cundy of it No, all. I thought it for sure too. Especially because like when her hair started to poke up, it was all like disheveled. And yeah. I was like, this is, she's going to be like transformed into a witch. Yeah. I thought we were getting nope. eyes. I thought we would get the cover of this. Interesting yeah. that you guys were like, like seriously expecting this to be a supernatural horror movie at this point. I mean, in maybe the movie. at some point. I like, mean, I mean I given the title. Know. Yeah. And but, I guess, you know, with movies, we've seen stuff where it is like yeah, we're right. lulling you into. Callum, a false sense we of, watched the Manitou on this show. Yeah, the, well, yeah. So anything's possible. Right. Any, yeah. That's what you got to know about the freak show. Anything's possible. Yeah. We could end up anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. As, well, especially because they did the voice changing part in yep. this scene. I was and convinced. She was like. It would make sense that the mask would literally slip when she was like really angry and upset. Right. That would it made sense for it to happen at that time. Yes. And the way she attacked him afterwards. Yes. Right. Oh, and he has like the portrait. It's like the picture of Venus, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Venus de Milo. I'm not sure if that's the one, but he, he tells. Can you tell story. us that story, Colin? Well, yeah. he basically oh tells her God, that. Yeah, what, it, where'd that Venus part. come from? <laughs> Do you remember his little spiel? On Who's it? Venus's father supposed to be? Uh, was it Poseidon? Uh, not Zeus. Uh, no, not Zeus. Not Poseidon. There's a god who uh, gets his balls cut off and thrown into the ocean, and that's how Venus is conceived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But he tells it in far better. He tells <laughs> it in like two sentences and so cavalierly. And it's then, great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's wonderful. And that that is the witch who came from the sea. I yeah. guess that's where the movie gets its title because you're supposed to see Molly as like an analog to right. Venus, I suppose. Right. Um. <laughs> But the way the scene ends, she ends up falling out into the where all the revelers are. Yes. And so it looks to them like he attacked her. Yes. And so wisely, I don't know, he like kind of looks up and scans the room, reads the temperature and locks himself in the bedroom. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, there's no way I'm going to be able to explain this. Uh, yeah. And it's also <laughs> probably like it's not the first time this has happened. Close. Yeah. Yeah. And she is rescued by McPeak. Who oh, happens yeah. to be there because I guess these actors hang out. Right. And, you aren't know, you on TV? First thing aren't, she says. Yeah. Aren't you in a commercial or something like that? Or? You're a commercial. Yes. That's yeah. It, yeah. And, and their love affair starts. Right. Weird. All of it's weird, Colin. <laughs> Every single moment of it is yep. weird. Yep. So part of the course at this point. I don't think this movie had a normal moment. I think everything about it was weird. Really? Yes. I mean, I guess you're, yes, it's like, it's, well, I don't even know if you can say like the people are definitely not, well, I don't know. She's not normal. Are the people and around she's her? she's in every scene, so. <laughs> and the people around her are also yeah. not. No, there is not a, a non-weird scene in this movie. Yeah. I will agree with that. Because, because even she's th- in most of them and she makes them weird. Or the people, the characters themselves are also weird because they're not, it doesn't feel like they're in, uh. Like it's like they're under worlds. that spell. It's like they're under a spell. Yeah. They're in their own world. Yeah. Oh, because don't. they believe that she. You're saying because she believe they. They seem to see her as this pure and innocent yes. girl. Or I think uh, the the sister asks Long John at one point. You know, you think she's perfect, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I do. What's wrong with that? You know? Yeah. yeah. And the whole time the sister's like, uh, She killed people. Yeah. 
Exactly. Well, the sister seems to be going through a little bit of denial there for a while because, uh, you know, I don't know if she knows because she's I think at that point she's like, I'm not saying she killed anyone. Or I'm not saying she did it, but I'm saying <laughs> she might have done yeah. it. You know, uh, because yeah. the cops end up going to uh, the sister. Yeah. Because, this is where they're doing a shakedown. Yeah. Because they found the patterns. Yes, and they've tracked the fabric mm-hmm. back to her, and yes. I don't know. I thought that the the lady who was playing the sister did like a pretty good job, you know, like uh, having a nervous breakdown. Yeah, 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 yeah she I did. believe so because she was uh, all over the place. You can't, I can't, you can't talk to all my clients who run them off. I can't leave the children outside; they're playing in the streets. Like she's, yeah, she's shaking all. She mm-hmm. needs a drink. Yeah, which eventually she goes through. Maybe yes. that was the second thing, but it's like she, you can kind of see it dawning on her. There was that one scene, I think, you know, where, oh no, you know, like, what do you know <laughs> yeah. about football? Nothing or like something. Yeah. What was it? It was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It was oh, yeah, better yeah. performed than that, but it was like, you could see it dawning on yeah. her that like, oh shit, Molly might, <laughs> might have yeah. done this because they have uh, her clothes. Um, she sleeps with McPeak. She does. Uh, and scares off his uh, girlfriend. Right. The blonde. Yes. Who Later. Shows up shooting at his car the next day. Yeah. Sure. Why not? She was not appreciative of it because uh, Molly was very forward in front of her yep. to McPeak. She's like, she asks her, do you love him? And she just laughs. She's like, well, what do you, gee, what do you mean? And then she's like, because I do. Once again, not I a normal him. scene. No, not it's a normal not. Scene. But it's, yeah. it's very direct at him and he's okay with it. And then she's caught literally in between them. And the next time we see her. But I guess, you know, you say it's not a normal scene and I agree. Yeah. But you're looking at like, are the people giving like a normal person's reaction to that? Which is basically like embarrassed awkward you know it just it's an awkward social moment because there's it's also just like we hard cut to her shooting at a car and we're like wait you have to take a second to be like wait who is this lady again and where are we you have to like this this movie is constantly react you're constantly reacclimating to where you're at and who you're with because it's the editing and the cuts are really weird in spots some Mm. of them it feels like it's doing intentionally Mm -hmm. like you know sean was saying where it would show you like a scene of sex abuse and then cut to naked people jumping into a pool right you know um (laughs) that kind of thing other scenes seem you know, they kind of have that television quality of like, here's the dun 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 oh, like, and, look and using, on somebody's face. Yes, and using literally the same music <laughs> for most of those TV shows. And other ones that just kind of cut abruptly into things. And then we already know that it's played games with time, you know, by yep. cutting a future event into a past event, you know. Yeah. To kind of destroy you to I guess put you out of sorts, you know, where, where Molly is or it, whatever. It worked because I was wondering about a timeline, especially when the football players were killed versus when they were found versus when they were mentioned. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it does. It messes with time in this. So yeah, because how did she because there was a, a later when um well I mean I guess with the where we're coming to is with Mick Peak. Uh really quickly mm-hmm. for those of you who are interested, Roberta Collins, who played the uh jilted girlfriend in this is also for a star of many uh, women in prison movies uh. like Chained Heat and uh she was in the Hard Bodies movies. And, <laughs> nice. uh, a genre we have not really delved into. <laughs> I'm women sure in we prison. Will. <laughs> well, yeah, no women in prison movies. Um was she in big, big big bird cage or big doll house. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, McPeak uh, ends up getting a visit from Molly. Um, this is 
after no the first time you're talking about well the f- or after because then we never see him get together we see the aftermath the day after yeah and she her calling him back but there's also a tattooing experience with jack dracula part. with jack dracula right <laughs> Bravo. The kids, earlier on in the movie, Molly was walking with the kids, and they walked by a tattoo shop called Jack Dracula's, which yep. when the guy, when they show him, when they show Jack, it's definitely his name. Yep. Yeah. No, no doubt about no it. No doubt about it. Tattoo on the face and all mm-hmm. this, and a very sinister looking fellow. Yes. He would goes, look coolish even without, without the tattoos. It's just his bone structure and his, eye, his and eyes he's got some, out. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's got one that kind of works on its own a little bit, yeah. and the other one's very wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy's not an actor. He's somebody that uh, he's Matt, found. Uh, no, he, he's Jack <laughs> Dracula. Yeah. Uh, they, I'm they, sure it's a real tattoo shop, and that's yep. all. They just found that. <laughs> no, I'll believe that to the day I die. It's like they found Jack Dracula. Yeah. Um, Which so, is. Not as good as Mike Dracula from whatever the movie was. <laughs> oh, yeah. What and the whole Dracula family. Mike Dracula. Oh, my oh God. there was, was uh, Zoltan, the Zoltan. Hound yes. of Dracula, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dracula's dog. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah my Dracula's God. dog. Yeah, Mike Dracula. Yeah, yeah it's Mike Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Dracula's like their distant cousin yeah. who lives in California. <laughs> and is yeah. way cooler, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He throws good parties. Yeah. But she gets a tattoo after telling us that she doesn't approve of tattoos. And mm-hmm. she gets a tattoo because she sees this one of a mermaid. And she seems to keep uh, comparing herself to the little mermaid, yeah. right, uh-huh. in the dialogue. And later we find out that that tattoo, which she puts on her stomach, is like her dad's tattoo. But yes. You don't find that out to the end. You're like, oh, my God. Ew. So she goes over to um, uh, Long John's house to spend the night or to talk right and this is i think like all the the the, the suspicions are building up here because the detectives are closing in a uh, sister is beginning to suspect that molly actually is uh the killer yep. uh long john is getting the idea that like molly has a uh, trauma in her past Right, because she can't remember the first time that she ever got screwed. He says, because "Right, it's been happening her entire life." Right, yeah, she can't remember when it started. Yeah. You know, uh, and so, um, and he seems like a, sympathetic to her. Like, I actually do believe that guy loves her. They have a right. casual yeah. relationship, but it's like he actually does like care deeply about yeah, her. It would seem right. so. Um, and so she must. We don't see it, right? But she must like go to sleep with him. Sneak, sneak out in the middle of the night and goes over to uh, McPeak's, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, when McPeak wakes up, he goes He's for shaving. a shave. And this is what she's obsessed about because this is the moment that it actually crystallizes like this is the guy, only I'm seeing it now in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's shaving himself with a razor. And that just, that whole thing coming together in her mind must have been some sort of like explosion. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, at that point. And so obviously, uh, uh, she, I mean, she wants to shave him as well. So she begins and he lets her because he's guiding her. And then as you know, what's going to happen. That razor makes its way to his throat and, mm-hmm. and to his throat down his chest. Mm-hmm. And then more song. Yep. <laughs> in, in a shot in a way with a, a, cause the mirror in the bathroom is pretty big. And I think on the edges goes floor length and we're getting a, a good profile shot of this going on. And it's not, 
It's not cool, man. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is a thing that made the British censors go, you know, I, like, right. okay. Yeah. This right. is too much. And I mean, again, like we said, we're not getting close up shots of no, anything no, 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 actually no. happening. A lot of this is, uh, it's, it's uh, almost all implied. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's doing a good job of implying but it. Man, I, yeah. Cause I don't know. It's either this or uh, I spin on your grave as far as castration mm. scenes go mm. for me. I like teeth. Teeth, you actually see it happen. Aww. Yeah. A lot. More than once in that what movie. About, yeah. What about mm-hmm. uh, Hostile Part 2? And uh, hard, can- was- hard Candy. Yeah, well, Hard oh, Candy yeah. had like the whole operation. Extended yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Stay know. tuned. We'll, we'll get there eventually, right? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to bring a spit on your grave, but... Uh, no, be, be, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah we'll <laughs> be fine. Yeah. I've seen it. I'm good on it. Yeah. That's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a horror movie, too. Anyway, so um, <laughs> we get to... Because that's what I was like. Is this a psychological drama or a horror movie? I'm like... Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to a scene, then, where it seems like... Uh, oh, yeah, well, she wakes up at Long John's place. Oh, yeah. In bed bloody and he's like what in the holy hell have you done and she says that she tried to cut off the tattoo yeah and it's her blood and then we kind of get the idea that like you know she actually and she eventually does admit to killing those people yeah um mcpeak and the other ones and others throughout the years right because mm-hmm. he's like how many have been on your crew molly because that's how she sees it they were right they were on right. her yeah, she was the captain of that ship. And yeah, she keeps having these weird flashbacks to like her strung up on like a mast and like bodies cut in half on a yeah. boat. Yeah, what's that? It yeah, seems like a very, it. very past event because it seems like she's. I think younger that's the, that's the fantasy event, right? That's some, that's what she's like. The story she's telling in her head to herself because she is on. <sighs> but she, it seems like that one always comes in, and it's like it's very done in steady. a way that's like, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be like painful. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. is the that is like the trauma, right? right. But in her trauma, because she's tied to a mast, and then she's surrounded by the bodies of all these guys, right? So it's like, is that implies that she doesn't remember killing them? She's just always surrounded by you know this blood and death and all this mm-hmm. other stuff because mm-hmm. uh, they always do seem to cut that into the movie at right. like moments yeah. when she's under explicit psychological stress mm-hmm. okay well then it's a happy ending for her at the end i think that's how you're supposed to read it i would i would think so um they take it upon themselves well um i'm trying to remember if we're forgetting a scene or two here but it doesn't seem like it like when she wakes up at um you know at long john's place and she's got the blood on her it seems I mean, like the confession comes there right yeah right because they're there the kids do come back which is weird very mm-hmm. weird okay so this whole it's so, all right so they're like it, the the kids overhear a conversation i think between long john and the sister yeah right because they're at the sister's house their mom's house and She's like, she killed those guys. Like it's the, they know it's her. The cops, if they find her, don't send her back here because I'll hit her over the head with a bottle. Just tell her to run, you know? Uh, And I think Long John has also come around to this. Like she's, you know, capable of it at least. And so Doris comes over with Daphne's pills. Yep. Got to have the pills. And they start, I think they decide, like... They all decide. Yeah. It's like a, a shared, like, a thing going on. Like a shared fever dream of some sort. Or it's, uh, I don't know, it's like, um, just between the three of them, they all decide that this is the moment. Right. They all gotta be in some state of shock. Is she, um, 
is she aware of it? Because she's like, I have to take more pills, don't I? And he's like, yeah, you do. But does she know what the end result is? Does she know that she's going to die if she does it? I have no idea. I can't. I don't yeah. know. You I know? don't. I, I don't. It's not. I, I don't think it's death at that point. I don't think that matters. I think it's quiet. Like that silence. It is. It is not being. I mean, it's the end of the movie. It's. It's being on that raft, but not being. Well, no. I'm just saying. Like, in, is she aware that she is telling them to kill her? I don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think so. I don't, yeah, I don't. The, think her so goal is. I don't think her goal is to die. I think her goal is to. Um, like I said, she's looking for the quiet. I think at this point, or the yeah. peace, or something. I mean, uh, like I said, because where she ends up. So no, not necessarily. I mean, she's got to know it at some level. Like yeah, deep okay. down, even not unconsciously, she probably knows it, but... Okay, because that's where you say when they were all get together and kind of have this... I, I Long John and Doris... The shared of, agreement and understanding yeah, they of what is that, happening. Like, looking at the pills, going like, well, you know, you know the cops are coming, and yeah. you know, and so they decide to you know, give her the pills. Molly agrees to take the pills, and then the doorbell rings, and we're like, oh shit, the cops are here! Yeah. Take the pills, take the pills! And then it's her nephew's Ten Tripoli. Yeah. So they come in. Pardon me. They come in and they don't understand what's going on. No, right? because they're there because they know they were they they think their uh their aunt is fine. Like she didn't kill those people. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing wrong with her. But they I mean they go downstairs and they also come into the whole shared thing because they start giving her the pills and feeding her the vodka as well. Like the well, she they're says helping she needs her. the pills, she, yeah. and and they're like, you know, can you get them for me or right. whatever? And I think they, I don't know if they know she takes pills, but they don't know the they're killing place. her. No, no, they I mean, don't. It's just it's weird. It's like this weird. is a horror movie, yes. you know? Like this is a <laughs> was like, oh Jesus! Now you're getting these kids because right. I think at some point, uh, you know, Long John's like, or was it Long John or, or Doris? Was like, the kids can't stay here. I think Doris said it. Yeah, he's like the kids can't, or maybe Long John did. Oh, the kids can't. Yeah, they can't this. stay here, Molly. You know, because he knows what what's going on. Because I think like maybe you could get away with saying, "Well, she took a bunch of pills on her own, right?" Yeah. Because I mean, eventually you got to answer for this, <laughs> especially now if you're going to have the kids saying, "Oh no, we sat around and we gave her the pills." Yeah, no, we sat here and gave her the pills in the vodka officer. It's uh, that was us. Yeah. Um, and at some point Doris, I think has that moment of like, we can't do this, you know? Right. Yeah. She, she does have a thing where she's like, Oh, and she goes down to Molly and, and is holding on to her. And I mean, this is the part where she, this goes away, right? Like, does she die at this point? End up back on her raft free. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. before we see that, we do see like, there's another knock on the door. And when long John goes down there, it's the cops, right. you know, uh, they're standing outside with their badges and it's like, okay, this is the moment. Yeah. But Molly has escaped. Yeah. She has escaped to she, death. She's, <laughs> she's on her raft free sailing away in the distance. Yeah. So she never gets to answer for the things that she's done. She escaped. They euthanized her, I guess. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? You know, like, I think it's just a thing. <laughs> it's good for her. That's the way that we're, you know, to see it. Right. It's like she does sail away into the, right. onto the, the raft. Um, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a uh, something. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so. I guess the question that you have, listeners, would whether we'd recommend that you watch this movie uh, now that we've sat through it and discussed <laughs> yeah. it, and you guys and revealed its secrets. Did you know? You had no idea then what what we were in for. I, no. I know I tried to apologize last week. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, but now we've gone through it. So uh, not not uh, as bad as you built it up to be. Okay, well, I will good. say that. You well, it up, I, you know, I don't want to like, say uh, it wasn't it's, as... it's not what you built it up to be because I don't want to use bad or good right now. Okay. But it's not what you built it up to be last mm-hmm. week. Okay, I don't think. I'm I'm intrigued. Okay. I'm kind of curious. That's how the point, go. Colin. All right. So you at home are also intrigued. So what we're going to yes. do is, first of all, we're going to uh, answer some of your mail, and to do that, we're going to need the assistance of our mailman, Igor. Bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. He came from the sea. He had to have, right? Or at least parts of him did, right? Definitely. Seagulls brought parts of him from the sea (laughs) and to us here, and that's how he got them. I think he has gills. I was going to say, are they human parts? Ah, yeah, it's hard to tell at this point. He's yeah. a mix. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Ooh. I wonder. There's gills somewhere, right? Somewhere. Yeah. He might have them on his like, feet <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. But he's probably got them. <laughs> well, we want to remind the good folks at home how you can participate on this interactive portion of our show by following along on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Or Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. You can email us directly. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. Or you can follow along on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show about tonight's movie, The Witch Who Came from the Sea. B Movie Vault writes in and says, Oh dear, this is one of the very few films that I've programmed blind and felt compelled to apologize for afterwards. He says, The poster did not in any way reflect what we were about to see. Oh no. And best of luck. So I'm assuming he's programming a film festival screening or something. B Movie Poster Vault, please follow up with more. I want more details (laughs) on this story. How did people react? Yeah. Uh, and like, I'm very curious. And yeah, I, what kind of audiences saw it? I need to know all the details. Yeah, I would like this. to know the details. Yeah. As what well. what yes. point in the marathon was it? Could did you, you feel hit him when, the they, energy were, when they were very sensitive? Yes. Like one o'clock. At, in the at what point did you know you'd made a mistake? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want I yeah. want a breakdown. I want a timeline. On yes, this. yes. Give me like the six part podcast series on this event. <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. the true crime version <laughs> yes, of yeah. what happened here. Yes. Who was victim? I want victim interviews. Yes. I want everything. And Sea uh, Huds is writing in. Hey, ah, what Judd. up, Juds? And he says, I could not finish this one. Yeah. Where did you stop? Uh, yeah, a, yeah, let us know where you stopped. Again. I want to yeah. know. What, what was point? the last thing you saw? Yeah, where did you uh, bust out? Where, what, was, yeah. what did it for you? But those are the only two comments we got about this movie, meaning either that Makes it's sense. so far under the radar or... Uh, well, now that we've covered it, next week it'll be... There you it'll go. Be it'll disgusting. be unbloody disgusting. Yep, there's someone's going to be like, ah, oh, we're thinking about remaking this. They're going to do Bree. convention circuits. The people in the movie will be on the Somebody from this circuits. will die yep, or yep. something. Yeah, I don't yep. know. We're getting to it yeah. first. Uh, uh, last week we watched a movie called Hellbound starring Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ran- uh, Ryan Handsome Jansen writes in and says fucking hell this movie brings back memories i was palpitating with anticipation for this when i saw it in the new releases at the local video store oh, i yes. love chuck norris as a dumb action loving 13 year old kid and the fact the bad guy rips hearts out was even better then i watched it and woke up to myself and the era of chuck was over and i needed to move on oh i'm sorry this burst that bubble oh, for you that's a sad kid. moment when you realize that as a kid this is what see the power chuck has don't right. do it <laughs> Scraw 793 says Chuck Norris is the reason why Waldo is hiding. Okay. <laughs> All right. okay I like that one. <laughs> Travis Legler says Chuck Norris does not sleep. He lies awake in regret. Oh, I don't believe <laughs> oh. he has regrets. I don't like that one. Chuck Norris has no regrets. Uh, Michael Whitaker <laughs> says when Frank Shatter was born, that's his character. Yeah. 
When Frank Shatter was born, the doctor asked him to name his parents. <laughs> I read that one earlier. I yeah. like that one. He yeah. says, hey, it also works with character names, too. Yeah. It does. Frank, yeah. Frank, Shatter. Frank Shatter slapped his parents. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hainer says, I don't know if he ever faced the devil, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did. But I submit for Freak Show approval, our pet rooster, Cluck Norris. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Yes. And uh, probably a redhead as well. Send pictures. I want to send Oh, we Cluck have, we, we have oh, the we pictures. Do? Sorry, oh, I don't nice. have them right here. But, oh, okay. yep, um, Colin's and, keeping all the adorable sorry. pet pictures can he, from us. Yeah. yeah can I he round ass kick? I'm very curious. Oh, yeah. Can he? We need an update. Yeah. Uh, you, we, a lot of viewer yeah. email updates. Yeah. Bring them in, folks. Yeah. But uh, Bill also says that he just realized that he met the devil himself. He re- he met uh, actor Christopher Neem and has uh-huh. a photo he sent us. Uh, oh, that's oh, so cool. Nice. <laughs> How creepy do you look? Yeah. Let's find out. We'll look at the picture yeah. later. There you go. Well, the week before we watched a movie called... Well, that's not right. Wait. Yeah. Well, we did uh, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember we were out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Travis Legler says, "Okay, so we had a. uh, If you listen to that episode, there was a lot of talk about milk and consumption. There's a lot of milk in the movie, though. It's not like it was just us tangenting about milk. It was a lot of milk drinking. There was a lot of milk in that movie. And we asked the folks at home, like, do you guys just drink like glasses full of milk? Is that like a normal thing? Uh. Travis Legler says, we did. I used to drink milk all the time before I was a diabetic. I love milk. Then again, I'm also from Wisconsin. <laughs> it's that? illegal to not like it up there. I yeah. mean, that's true. I used to drink a lot well, of yeah, milk. No, I used to. That's what I'm saying. I used to, too, as a kid in the 90s in the got milk era. But now as an adult, yeah, I don't choose to ever no, drink I've never. I have, uh, I mean, it's almond milk, but I have cereal and shit. Yes, still on cereal, milk. that's if it. I have a, if I have a cookie, I will have a small glass of right. milk. Right. Yeah, but I'm actually, not just having it as a beverage. No, not at yeah. all. I mean, sometimes I will chug it out of the carton. Yeah, you're one of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the step. You're drinking milk. Yeah. You are a milk drinker then. Yeah. Okay, okay, you are doing you're it. You're a milk yeah. drinker. That's Michael fine. Whitaker says <laughs> How dare you all insult me? <laughs> it just sounds like an insult, you milk drinker. In, in, in the video game Skyrim, it is an insult. Because oh, is it? In Skyrim, there's a race of like cat people. Oh, because and, we're humans? And Yeah. Uh, well, there's humans and cat people and lizard people, but like the cat people, like everyone's really racist towards the cat people, so they call milk drinkers like a slur. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds right, like so, it is, though. Yeah, so, it does. Watch what you yeah. Yeah. Michael Whitaker says, it's funny, when I moved away to college, my parents admitted to me that after I left, they stopped buying at least two gallons of milk a week. It's <laughs> uh, propaganda. See, it's a thing. Uh, Scraw793 also wrote in and said, uh, after watching the flick, I think that's only if... Uh, if Susan Terrell was not around, you'd see her coming. You uh, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't, wait, you see her coming. You want to be the face you see somewhere else. Talk about over-the-top performance. I would be terrified of her on that set. Oh, we were talking you about. You wouldn't want to run, like, run around, come around the corner and run into her. Yeah, she's coming towards you. you. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. She's uh, yeah, mm-hmm. off the chain in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, check off. Out. she's off everything. After you listen to <laughs> her. She's free. She's loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so now we're going to go around the table and tell you what we thought about tonight's movie, The Witch Who Came From the Sea, starting with me. I'm going to go first tonight. <sighs> the Witch Who Came From the Sea. In, uh, I won't be shy. I'm going to recommend this movie because of the central performance of Millie. What's her last name? Perkins. Millie Perkins. Um, I think she gives, I think the performances in this movie, it's not a, I don't know, it doesn't quite come off as a straight narrative movie. Um, I really do kind of like, the title of this movie works for me as far as what the story goes. I like the 
like. Let's put it this way. The themes in this movie are interesting um, to watch and um, talk about afterwards. Um, I think the performances by some people, I mean, it's just weird performances, but in a way that I can't look away from. There's content in this that is so weird that I can't look away from it. Like, especially when you get to the end where the kids end up feeding her pills, um, portrayals by the sister just the all out weirdness of how of the the way this movie was made i don't know it's an it's an odd feeling movie there's some stuff in here that is i i mean for lack of a better word it can be uh, triggering obviously we have things themes of um child molest- child molestation suicide um i mean assisted suicide at the end of this thing it's uh, this movie's out there um you're definitely not going to get what you think you're going to get based on the cover and the title but I think it's a, I think it's an interesting movie, um, and the way it's played, yeah, I I recommend it. It's not, I'm gonna say, not an easy watch, but I think it's one. I think there's a lot more to this movie um, than I, you know, the title and the cover let on. Uh, yeah, I'll recommend it just because it's, it feels like an oddity to me, um, and I enjoyed the conversation we had about it, and I think it's a very interesting movie in that way. So I will recommend The Witch Who Came from the Sea. You you should you stop um, putting it out there like oh I'm, I'm bringing some bad guys I apologize because you never know <laughs> well the content you know I mean, you're, you're, like, you're right the you're content hate me is yeah, the like, content yeah. is yeah. but the again the deeper we get into the freak show I'm not as affected as much by these things I don't know if that's ever a good that, thing so or you're a saying bad you're thing. desensitized yeah. <laughs> I love that about this show yeah so I mean there we are uh, Michaela what did you think. I, I think so. We've done a lot of like sleazy movies in the past on the show, right? We have like a spectrum of sleaze, right? So like <laughs> if I'm looking at this spectrum. I'm thinking on the one end, there's like brain brain damage was the Aylmer movie, right? Mm-hmm, like yeah. so there's like the Hen and Ladder stuff, like brain damage and Frankenhooker. And, and um, then in the middle, I would say it's like Angel, right? Where it's like mm. it's sleazy, but it's still got some heart and still has really good characters and really likable moments. And it like it makes you feel things other than gross. Wait, can I guess what's on the very other end? The very other end Possession? is. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a sleazy movie. I don't think that would be sleazy. Okay. The okay. movie's You're right. just. I don't know. It's an other it's something. Yes. But, and then like on the other end of the spectrum, I think you have like the baby. Okay. Where there's no humor to be found in that movie. Okay. Like uh, in, uh, at least other, intentionally. Not intentional. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's right. just pure darkness and it's <laughs> more than people should take in in one sitting, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. And I think that unfortunately this movie for me falls too close to the baby end of the sleeve spectrum. Okay. There's not a, there's not a lot of jokes here or at least intentional ones. Like Daphne has diarrhea no. was hilarious just because <laughs> she walked, she walked into the scene like that scene in the room where the mom walks in and says, I definitely have breast cancer. Right. It was just yeah. like that. Just, it was just the shock of, right, yeah. Just the shock of hearing that. Yeah. What, whoa. Right. But yeah. that was not like, there aren't moments of comedy in this movie. No. And there's no like levity really at all to be had in this movie. I mean, I Everything, struggled a few times, but it wasn't, I uh, doubt it was appropriate. Yeah. It, 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 it's dark and sleazy and just kind of, the scenes are really long and relenting at times and it doesn't seem like there's really a point or that that's earned. And it's weird because this movie's not that long. Like it's mm. under an hour 30, right? Like, mm. and so, but it's, it just, the sleaze, there's not enough good stuff to balance out the sleaze for me. And that makes it not enjoyable. So I'm going to pass on it. I think that, yeah, you're not going to get the poster. You're not even like to even say witch is a generous term for this movie because there is no supernatural, no witchcraft, no anything. It, it is more like just a weird 70s unhinged drama. You know, um, I mean, it's a horror movie it has horror elements, but like you don't see anything and it's all implied and it's just 
there's not enough good to outweigh the grossness of this movie for me. So I'm going to pass on it. Colin. I have a question. Do we know what the writer and director were going for, if anything at all, for this movie? Like, what their purposes, intentions, why they wanted to make the movie? Yeah, I mean, well, they've explicitly said it was, you know, they were trying to make a movie to shine a light on... On her? uh, Well, no. Well, to be a showcase for her as an actress, but also to kind of do a movie about a very difficult subject. About, you know, the lingering effects of, uh, you know, child abuse and how... That can, you know, I mean, I guess that's the thing. It's like I came away from this movie affected by it. I guess, you know, I had a lot of sympathy for Molly, but at the same time, it's like she's a monster. Like you cannot have her in society, you know, it's like for reasons that were beyond her control, you know, um, there's a lot of there may not be level levity in this movie, but there's a lot of warmth that feels like from some of these characters, uh, you know, the characters at the bar, um, you know, Doris, uh, it gets some comedy just from being, you know, she swears like a sailor. She's right. been around for, you know, she's a bartender who's been around forever. And just claiming that she knows all the secrets and everything like that aspect about her. I don't, I don't like people like that, but it's a good aspect for her character. Yeah. Cause it feels more, you know, genuine, I suppose in some way and not that, you know, I mean, I guess I always say that I kind of I like these movies, the 70s movies for their honesty, not so much that like agreeing with any, uh, you know, uh, um, well, yeah, not so much agreeing with what they're saying, yeah, but the fact that they are saying it. Yeah, honestly, because this is more, I think, like what human uh, beings are like, yeah. you know, off off cameras, and, sure. you know, whatever. And it's like the 70s. It just seemed like showed you people. You know, warts and all. Raw. It's like it just raw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there you go. And so I guess uh, the whole movie kind of gives that vibe off. It's just like I am seeing something. I guess it's you know forbidden. Uh, you know, it's like, and it makes you feel uh, gross. Yeah. Um. But also, you know, like I said, the through the performance of um, Millie Perkins. Uh, it's like a, it's a performance. It's like outside of the scope of the movie. I mean, everybody's good, but she's like great, mm. you know, in this little part. And um, I thought the writing was actually pretty good. Trying to, um, you know, through her psychological like metaphors or allusions to like how the trauma had buried itself in her psychology and was like coming off, yeah, as these, you know. Uh, nautical, uh, <laughs> you know, metaphors. I was like, okay, this is interesting. It's like we're getting the story and getting to understand this person and all the blocks that she has that she isn't aware of. You know, it's like it's a fascinating movie. Yeah, I I loved it. I uh, like I said, I first saw it and I was like, this is something you know that uh, nobody seems to know about. But it stood out to me as like you know a fine example of this uh, low budget um, filmmaking style of that era. And uh, then I saw it again on shutter like last year. And I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta commit and get me a copy of this and show it to the Saturday night freak show. Uh, (laughs) uh, So here we are. So yeah, I would definitely recommend that you check this movie out. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great um, 70s movie. The, uh, the, I'm just looking at the, uh, the tagline, on the poster, which I, I hid it from you when you came in, I, I flipped it around <laughs> so it was the arrow cover. Yeah. But th- it's like Molly really knows how to cut. 
men down to size. I'm like, well, you're kind of giving away like, you know, some of the stuff that you may not know uh, going into it. But uh, yeah, uh, I would recommend it for sure. Then that is, I guess, the final word on uh, The Witch Who Came From The Sea. Yep. Next week, we're going to watch a movie that's chosen by... Sean, what are we watching next week? Now, remember you, you said uh, this movie made you feel dirty. <laughs> yes. So no. uh, in order to get all of that off of us, I think we all need a day at the spa. Oh, so right. we'll be watching Death, Death Spa. Spa. Sweet. Right. <laughs> We've been looking forward to this yeah. one since uh, it was a killer, spa, killer, killer, workout. killer workout. Killer workout. Right, right, right. Yeah. Death Spa. Sweet. Death Spa. Death spa. Right. So from the sea to the spa, yeah. off we go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that's next week. We hope you'll join us as always. And until then, ladies and germs, the basement is going dark.